Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. My name's Aaron. Yeah, do a recap of the show, Aaron. If this is someone's first time listening, we like to do yeah. those every once in a while. This is a show about photography and your mindset, hence the title. But what we do here is we talk about photography. We have guests on every once in a while. We talk about our own trials and tribulations within the craft of photography. And we especially like what goes into success with the mind. What attitudes and adjustments or mindsets or philosophies or ideas can help us to succeed in the field as photographers, as artists, as people. That was pretty wow. good. Good Thank job. You. Thank you. So if this is your first episode, make sure you subscribe, smash that like button. Oh. And keep on listening. Oh. <laughs> don't even hit, don't even subscribe out of out of spite after that. Yeah, don't. I was just not kidding. the first part. The first part was great. Thank you. Thank you. No, but leave Thank a review you. if you like the show or the episode. That means a lot to us. We read them. We appreciate them. Yeah. We read uh, them. Aaron, did you check out that app I told you about? Do you, should I lie or tell the truth? You should tell the truth. You didn't. No. Uh I mean, what were your thoughts on it? I've been using it for a couple of days. For people who don't know, maybe they use it. It's called Be Real. I'm going to explain what it is. Be Real. The idea is you get a prompt on your phone once a day. And the idea is once you get the prompt and you open the app, you have two minutes to photograph what you're doing in front of you. And it takes a picture of obviously what's in front of your phone and your face at the same time in an effort for you to be real. Like you can't, in this instance, show a highlight of your life, the highlights of your life, like we do on Instagram. It's sort of just like what you're doing. Like if you're cooking, you're cooking. If you're pooping, you're pooping. If you're out in wildlife <laughs> and there's a moose in front of you, there's a moose in front of you. It's really, really cool, actually. Uh, hmm. And it gets you on a more personal level with people. So if anyone's interested in that, it's called Be Real. Search me. We can get a little bit more personal. See what we're up to. And, uh, you know, we talk about being authentic and being real and not hiding and being ourselves. So I thought it was pretty fitting. So I'm giving it a, uh, a test. It's pretty fun so far. And hmm. the way you reply to people, like you can reply to people's posts or pictures and you reply with like a selfie. It's kind of interesting. That's Maybe interesting. You don't have, you can also write text replies, but like how you would react with an emoji on Facebook, you know, like the thumbs up or the love or whatever. It has to be your face if you want to do that, which I huh. think is yeah, really funny. Interesting. Yeah. So don't don't try, don't try it if it's not for you, but I will report back. I'm enjoying it so far. Cool. Like today was Good a picture of you. a dog. Yesterday was You're a picture enjoying of it. a board game. Yeah. Huh. Mine would be really spicy. <laughs> Let's get Aaron on or not. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, who do we have coming on today? What's up? Uh, you know, I'm going to talk in the, I'm going to talk in the present about the future again. Like I said, we've, okay. we've already done it. We're not, we're not going to, we're not going to trick anyone. Uh, Tiffany's already talked to us, Tiffany taxes, and it was a great conversation. Uh, just to, first of all, honestly, one of my favorite photographer artists, uh, every, and again, we learned today just such a, such a new person to the craft, you know, uh, it's been a couple mm -hmm. years, uh, and right from the start, right where she started posting wildlife photos, it was, you know, 
blow, blown away uh, kind of quality. So take a look at her stuff. She's out in the uh, Yellowstone greater ecosystem, Tetons and Yellowstone, uh, that area. Yep. Um, she is just phenomenal, period. And a, and a sweet person, a good personality. She doesn't really understand how phones work. And I'm going to hold that against her. Uh, she must have got 700 text messages during our episode. Uh, they were all print sales. I, I, print which sales, we, which we got commissioned for, or like, just like a uh, just like a power move. I felt I felt like she was like, <laughs> yeah, um, way more popular. I don't hear your phones going off, so I guess I'm. Uh, <laughs> I have more friends. And more people that are checking about me and care about me than you. Yeah, step your game up. Host. I'm not going to turn it off because I want to know when people are talking to me. I was like, whoa, okay. No. Uh, I'm By kidding. now, I think people should get your humor. You shouldn't even have to do like the no, I kid. Like it, uh, That's going to be my challenge to you. Just like own the deadpan humor. Own the sarcasm. Yeah, well, I just explained to the listener that's never listened to the show. So on that theme... I'm explaining. No, they got to pick up. Person. They got to have social acuity and just know you right off the yeah. bat that you're kidding. All right. Well, I'm not kidding. I'm pissed about the phone <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Tiffany, because I don't want her to listen and be like, "Oh, is he really mad? Is he really mad?" No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm kind of mad, but not really. <laughs> well, it was a good episode. We, uh, it was a great episode. We uh, learned a lot. Um, let's get into it. Do you ever find yourself on someone or a company's website and you catch a spelling mistake and uh, you just want to email them, not to be petty, but just to help them out? Like, hey, I noticed this. Oh, absolutely. Just, I'm not alone in this? No, no, definitely. Aaron? Not me. That's because you're the one making the mistakes. Probably. <laughs> What's like, the huh? hardest word to spell? Both of you. Hardest yeah. word to spell? Yeah, like what's what? one word that you just constantly, you, you've written it or typed it a thousand times, but you're always just like, you have a little moment where you're like, oh, I can't remember how this one goes. Mine is definitely maintenance. I don't know why, but I always misspell that. Maintenance? Like, yeah, like a, like a maintenance, like yes. you need something, yeah, for your apartment or something. I always spell it Got wrong. it. Got <laughs> it. And it could be tricky. Mine's, a re- mine's restaurant. Oh, that one's tough. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Where do you get off? Yeah, what, what, I don't know what's happening. You know what mine is? What? Immediately. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Right? That one, that one's, I get that one. That one works and, for me. And you're talking to a grade four spelling bee champion. So wow. Oh, wow. Still on my resume. If I handed out resumes. <laughs> It should be. It damn well should Tiffany. be. Tiffany. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. You Thank are you for extremely me. busy. You just uh you just finished or set up an art fair for an art fair. Correct. Yes. Uh so Is it, over? it was yes, it was this weekend. So I just finished with all of that. Uh it was the Jackson Hole Art Fair. Uh, and it was a, a lot of fun. Uh, but there were so many things that, you know just happened during the weekend. I mean, we had rain, hail, 40 mile per hour gusts. So I learned just about everything there is to know about art fairs this weekend. Was this your first one? Yes. 
what are your first impressions from start to finish? Would you do it again? Oh, absolutely. So there's going to be another art fair in August and I'll be doing that one for sure. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was the first time I've ever printed out that much work and seen it all laid out or hung That's up on walls. That's a good walls. feeling, huh? It was amazing. Yeah, it was really cool to see it all printed out and you know together. Um, and it was really fun to talk to people about my work and uh, explain how I got shots and, and explain my process to people. So that was really, really exciting. It's nice when people are genuinely interested in, in what goes into a photo. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Cool. Were there any other, um, this may be an obvious answer, but I don't know. Were there any other photographers kind of from that area from the, or from the GYE that were there? Yeah. So there were about a hundred artists or so. And I think there were 12 or 13 photographers, uh, but not everyone was from the the Grand Teton area. Uh, So there were probably a handful that were from the greater Yellowstone ecosystem, which was really cool to see everyone else's work and kind of how they set it up. Um, But yeah, it was really fun. I think I was one of just a handful of wildlife photographers. Everyone else escaped. That's nice then. Get to stand out a bit. Yeah, definitely. Did you make any print sales? I did. I made quite a few, uh, which was really exciting. Uh, the last day, unfortunately, was canceled due to uh, weather. Uh, so I feel really happy with how I did in the first two days, and I'm really excited to see how August goes. Cool, Aaron. You're going to say something. Yeah, it's just going. What's your um, what's your preferred mode of printing uh, in terms of you know is oh, it like on metal medium? a lot? Yeah, right. the medium on metal, yeah. uh, canvas prints. Um, Binary. Yeah, so Binary. I did mostly metal for the the walls. Uh, and then I did have one 24 mm-hmm. by 36 that was printed on paper. Uh, and that was printed from a local printer here in Jackson uh, and then framed with a local framer. Uh, so that was really cool to see large. And then I had a bunch of small uh, packaged prints that were also printed locally. Oh, oh like cool. ones people can flip through and sort of yes. um, like take away? Yeah. Not like not like a lower quality, but just more like less um unframed that type of deal, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So grab were, and go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So they they all came in bags with chipboard in the back and then one of uh my artist cards. So that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um and then people could just stick them right in a frame and hang them on the wall. Very Did you cool. sign every one of your prints? Uh so for the paper ones, I didn't sign them unless people wanted them signed. Uh, but mm-hmm. all of the metal ones will be signed. Yeah. And a follow-up question. Um, is this an investment for yourself? Like, are you paying for all your prints to, you know, uh, you know, you have them now, you have those prints, you sold a few and you kind of can reinvest into certain things or are you sponsored in any way or like did, you know, that local company help you out? I'm just curious like that process, because I know uh, putting up some prints in um you know, a few galleries that I've done, uh, it can be, it can get pricey quickly with the hope of like, I hope I sell a few because I'm, I'm really taking a chance here. I'm investing in myself. Oh yeah. It was a huge investment. Uh, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm still pretty young. So it was, it was a lot of money to put forward. Um, but I did kind of break even with my costs. And so now I have all these prints that I can hang up at the August one. Uh, and so, uh, I'm hoping that I can do a lot more printing in the future, uh, mm-hmm. depending on how the August one goes. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, so that's a that's a win if you can at least cover your printing costs and and now you still have uh, a lot of the prints that you did. So everything else on top of that's gravy. So that's great. Yeah, and and as you guys Congrats. know, I mean, printing is expensive. So mm-hmm. um, especially the metal stuff for oh, yeah. sure. Oh yeah, hundreds. It's always a good thing to keep in mind when you're doing your cost breakdown. When you realize, okay, I only need to sell four prints to break even on the whole thing and anything extra I can use in the future. Like it doesn't just disappear as an asset, you know, at least that's how I kind of think about it. I'm like, uh, you know, if I, if I sell three, I'll make 500 bucks. So, you know, let's, and then you can kind of gauge how many you want to print. Cause it could be so easy to just want to fire off all your photos. Cause like your photos mm-hmm. are personal to you, right? Like you're, you could, Definitely. you would want to print them all if you could, right. It can be, I'm sure Tiffany, you know, it's probably very difficult to pick. What was your criteria for picking which ones you printed? Did you uh, pick your favorites? Did you print ones that were performed the best on Instagram? How did you go about that? Or did you print ones that made sure you had one of each animal? I'm kind of interested to know that. And I'm sure listeners would be if they're doing a gallery, how you went about picking. Yeah. So that was kind of difficult because I didn't really know how to go about it um, entirely. And so what I did focus on was picking what I thought were my best shots uh, and the ones that people yeah, definitely responded well to on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so instead of printing out, you know, maybe 50 images, I really focused on the ones that I thought were, you know, the banger shots. Uh, and so right. I, I tried to focus on having at least one or two of different, each different animal, uh, and then in kind of in different lighting or different settings so that, um, it could fit into different people's homes as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I have a folder in my Lightroom uh, that's just kind of called final images. And so I add to that one as I feel like I have work that is important or um, some of my best. And so I kind of picked from there, Um, but I'm hoping uh, to definitely add more to the next one. Uh, so it was kind of good to see what people liked and what people didn't like. Uh, but there were a few shots that maybe are not my favorite, uh, but I know other people really love. So I definitely had to include those, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of breaks my heart a little bit because they're not my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of pride swallowing. Yeah. Which exactly. do you, was there a clear cut winner in terms of uh, a, an image that was, you know, the most popular between the metal prints and like to take the little, the little guys that you printed out? Was there one you're like, huh, that's interesting that, you know, everyone seems to be gravitating towards this. Yeah. So the one that was the clear winner for sure was 399 and her cubs. Uh, and so them walking straight at the camera. Uh, and I'm, not a huge fan of that shot just because they're on a, uh, you know, a gravel road. The lighting wasn't anything all that insane. Um, but everyone Did you post this it. one a few weeks ago? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Is it snowing in, the, snowing in the image? Yeah, it's right lightly there? snowing in yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. How can you though? not like that one? That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> I just, I don't think it's my best work artistically, but I love the right. shot because it's, it's all of them together. Okay. Well, what photo is your most recent photo is your best work? Uh, I would in say, your opinion. in my opinion, I would say probably hmm. uh, the bobcat kind of just sitting and posing, uh, or I would say uh, there's a wolf shot from a little bit back, um, and there's a little bit of sage in the front. And when I actually took the shot, I thought it was ruined because I thought the sage was blocking the entire um, wolf's face. But uh, that one, hmm. to me, is really important. 
Yeah, that's cool. an amazing shot. My the favorite darker wolf. Is... Ding, someone's popular. Uh, my most favorite one of yours recently is the coyotes biting, the one coyote biting the other one, and they're all bloodstained. Oh, yeah. That one was a Insane. really cool Insane. Yeah, yeah, so that's that so good. It's in, uh, Lamar Valley, and I was not expecting that to happen. I had hopped in my car actually, and in this moment, they chased this one coyote straight at the crowd of people, and they finally caught him right before they got to the road. And I thought for sure that they were going to go right into the crowd of people, and I, so I felt kind of thankful that I had hopped in my car, uh, but I almost missed the entire shot. Wow, that's really? incredible. It's funny too when you're when you're choosing prints, like as wildlife photographers, there's these moments like that that are like, this is so cool. But does someone want a bloodied coyote in their living room? You know? And, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and kind of have to choose like, oh, that moment was so amazing. And I, I want to print that out. I'm so proud of that moment. But at the same time, you have to turn on the business sense of the the whole, uh, you know, the whole hobby, the whole hobby of of photography and or, or passion of photography, and, and kind of say like what what will what will look best in people's homes, and that can be a very different image. I made oh, a yeah. recent mistake on that. Mm. That exact thing you're talking about. Uh, you know the I don't know if you saw a couple weeks ago either of you. Uh, that giant white wolf mm-hmm. that I printed. You can see it mm-hmm. on my page. I printed it massive. That was a bug hotel, but we'll, we'll delay. Um, there was a massive, uh, this biggest print I've ever done. And it's this fierce looking white wolf showing its teeth. And it's, you know, one of my mm-hmm. favorite shots and people really like it. And so I printed it cause I'm like, Hey, I really want to sell this. It's really, it would look really cool in the right place. But it's in a gallery in a small town in the middle of like near Algonquin. And most of the customers coming in are typically older women. Mm -hmm. And so it's just sat on the wall. Meanwhile, my other prints of owls and stuff have gone right off the wall within a week. Yeah. And just a total miscalculation on my part where not recognizing the demographic, the connection between the demographic and the photo I'm realizing now it's just not aligned. And what happened was my own urge to share a piece of my work that I wanted up just totally missed the mark. So now I'm stuck with this print that I need to get into a gallery in front of people that would buy it. Just an interesting take on that thought. I want to buy it right now. How much? I'll ship it to you. 4,000 Bitcoin. Ooh, jeez. I see. (laughs) Uh, no, it, it is interesting though. That's definitely a, a thought process. You have to kind of separate from the emotional connection mm-hmm. to the shot, right? And mm-hmm. and just kind of think like interior designer. Um, sometimes simple is better and, you know, less busyness, I feel like. Uh, those tend to sell well because um, people can see them like, oh, that, that would look good on my wall. That's yeah. not too in your face. For sure. Yeah. And I think wolves too are kind of hit or miss. It depends on the person. Mm. You either love them or yeah. you're terrified of them, I find. Yeah, misunderstood are. animal too. Very yeah. much so. Predators can be difficult for sure. Yeah, good point. First of all, Tiffany, how do you say your last name? Yes, it's Taxis. Taxis. All right. 
we should have placed a bet, Aaron. Yeah, we were <laughs> we were wrong. Um, How did you guys we were just way that? wrong. Well, I just I added T as your middle initial. I was like, it's Tiffany T Axis. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. No, it says in her um, bio, Tiffany Taxis. Tiffany's so po- she's selling so many prints right now with her. Those those aren't text messages. No. Those are print sales. <laughs> she's getting texts and it's saying, "Oh my god, we're listening to you. They lied to you. You are live on the show." Yeah, and it's just all print sales. And oh my goodness. Some of the funds are getting redirected yeah. to our bank account. And I don't know. Oh, how to see another sale. Another Shit. sale. Listen, listen, lady. All right, you're on our show. Turn your phone off. <laughs> I, really do need I like to. it. Clearly, oh, do wow. not disturb. Oh right, disturb. I turned my phone off entirely, so hopefully not work. <laughs> I hope Aaron gets a text. Nobody texts Aaron though. That's true. It's just me. It's just me. Uh, Aaron, when Hmm. we were looking for guests, why did we pick Tiffany? Um, Because I'm a super fan. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Elaborate. Elaborate. Embarrass Uh, her. Embarrass her. No. I I swear. I'm not not just saying this because it's a podcast and you're a guest and... But as soon as you get off, I'll I'll be like, I didn't really mean that, Seth, what I said. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, honest, honest to God, I, I, I'm always impressed by your work. And we've been saying we need to have you on for a very long time. You know what? I take that back. So sorry. I take that back. I take that back 100%. Your artwork's good, but your phone etiquette <laughs> is trash. <laughs> it's trash. Absolute trash. Um no, I don't care about the text. It shows everyone how popular are. It's like a humble brag right now, what you're doing. You're like, look at my prints. Yeah, I sell a lot. Yeah, I'm in, uh, you know, Tetons getting bobcats and bears. Uh, here's a bear photo I'm not that proud of. Ding! Oh, there's another sale. <laughs> it's unbelievable. No, but really, uh, you, you're... Here's what I'm going to say. I think there's a, I think in wildlife, hear me out here. There's like, um, there's for a very long time, there's a masculine vibe to the art. And I think there's different energies between male and female and everything in between. Uh, but there's different energies in, in how people see the world. And there's something very unique about like the work that you do, the work that Brooke does, that adds this artistic flair. And and like Britt Bossy, she's another one that just takes the subject and the way you use color and light and the environment, there's this subtlety that's very different than than most. Um, so that's a that was a pretty nice compliment, I think. Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> But, but really, it, it's striking. And it's like, now you say nice things about me. No, 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 no don't, 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 because I've copied, I try to copy all your work, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, but no, really, it, uh, between, between, there's, there's a handful of photographers. There's too many photographers, but there's a handful that stick out that you, you look at and you're excited to see their pictures and their photos. And you go like, oh, like this is, this is what I strive for. And you're, you are definitely one of them. So thank you, Tiffany T. Axis, uh, for that work and um, not knowing how to turn your phone off. Like, I, I don't understand what the problem with that is, but. <laughs> I'm 
nothing to do with the messages on my computer, but thank you so much for those compliments. That was so nice. And I'm a huge fan of uh, both of your work uh, and the podcast itself as well. Well, thank you. Thank I you. gotta get posting more. I'm just Me like, I, I do oh, not I'm have enough posts. I don't post enough frequently. Yeah. I'm just yeah. of the mind now. Like, I think I've said this before, and forgive me to all the people who say that I repeat myself. I, it's just one of my quirks. But it used to be that I would schedule my day around my post times. And now it's posting is second, third, fourth string to whatever I'm doing. Does that make sense? I think that's yeah. how it should. Is it, is it fair to say that's how it should be? Like, I guess yeah, it depends on your level of intensity around your online presence. But my recent sort of principles have just been like, whatever I'm doing outside of my phone in the digital, digital world, it's usually related to photography. I'm either shooting or, uh, you know, out doing something, something important that is just, I find that that overrides that need to post. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm sitting here saying, oh, I don't post enough because obviously it is important to remain relevant, but that's just sort of where my head's at. Totally. I think, yeah, Seth, I, I think that's great. Go ahead, Tiffany. I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, I, I think that posting is obviously really, really important to, to show others your work, but also it's never at the forefront of my mind just because, you know, if you love creating work, I think that's when your best stuff comes out. And eventually it will get posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think when you kind of take a step back from social media is when you have the most fun with it. There's no pressure involved. For sure. For sure. I kind of said it better myself. And I mean, I said it on the last episode, like I have three years worth of content I could post. I'm just like, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it. You know, like I'm, I'm trying to do other stuff. Yeah. And Seth, question. Uh, do you feel like, I mean, I'm looking at, Tiffany's engagement and it's, it's still very good. And, you know, but I think a lot of people are seeing, I've seen, we've seen, um, especially if you stop posting for a while and, and, you know, get off the reels, uh, bandwagon, if you're just trying to do photography, there's been a hit a little bit in terms of, you know, what it used to be not too long ago in terms of engagement. And there is, there's gotta be a little bit of a motivation factor there of like, you know, that that sort of knowing you're you're growing and more people are seeing your stuff and that that is motivating in itself is it not and then you know to to have that kind of hit it just makes it like it brings you back to earth maybe in a healthy way of like ah okay you're like so I, I got to do this I'm gonna do this for me I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my corporate stuff my product photography I'm gonna you know photograph wildlife for fun to relax to you know do this is what I love and if I get something I want to post and I have some time I'll do it so what's the what's the question if you could summarize that in a question form yeah I'm I'm horrible that's one of my <laughs> bad qualities is I asked I asked the question there. by I asked the question by explaining the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my answer is my answer is going to be different. I imagine to whatever question you're answering, but can you can you simplify that, please? Yeah. Do you feel like engagement or mm-hmm. lack thereof in Instagram? Some changes with you mm-hmm. know the reels and that being a priority versus photography uh, diminishes the effort to. I need to be on a schedule. I'm going to let down follow like that sort of thing. Understood. Understood. Uh, no, I would say that I'm no, I'm not any less or more motivated to post online than when Instagram had full engagement. Uh, I simply don't care if I get 400 likes or if I get 40,000 anymore. And, and it's so easy to say that 
and not mean it, but I'm saying it and I mean it. I, you know, it would be, I'd be a lot more concerned with myself if I was just kind of sitting around twiddling my thumbs and having poor engagement at the same time. I'm not saying I have like poor engagement across the board necessarily. There's some that hit and there's some that miss, big deal. Uh, It hasn't taken the fun out of creating. It hasn't taken the fun out of being outside. It hasn't taken the fun out of learning about wildlife. Um, But at the same time, I'm also like posting and sharing things with an audience networking and trying to be creative with getting brands to sponsor trips or like doing Mm -hmm. the retreats that we did. That's as or more exciting to me than posting and sharing images. Maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so many different ways you can be creative, right? Like we've said this before, you can be creative in the way you title an email. You can be creative in the way you, uh, you know, how you post an image, how you caption an image. You can be creative in the way you ethically stalk an animal to shoot it. There's so many different ways you can be creative and it's so fulfilling in so many different ways. And that's why it's upsetting to see sometimes people who put all their mental and emotional eggs into the posting basket, for lack of a better analogy. I don't know if either of you have thoughts on that, Tiffany. Yeah, I think what you said is totally spot on. I think if you're putting all your energy into just posting every single day and constantly being relevant, uh, you'll never be able to put out work that is to your highest magnitude. Uh, and some, that's something that I fully believe is that if you're creating art with the intention of success or money or the amount of likes that you're going to get on it, you'll never be a successful artist. You may make money and you may get a ton of likes, uh, but you'll never be creating fulfilling work for yourself. And at some point you'll mm-hmm. be burnt out. Um, it has to come mm-hmm. from within and when you're feeling like it. You know, I think they would eat away at you too over time if you were this huge success and you made a ton of money, but you just weren't, you weren't, Aaron, as you would put it, speaking your truth. Yeah. That would eat at you. At least I know yeah, it for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, geez. Seth, Seth you hear you're, that? you're, you're in trouble. Da, da. <laughs> Sorry, Tiffany, you have to sit through a bug hotel. <laughs> For all you who aren't familiar with that section of the show, when a bug enters the zapper in the tiny home here, because it's no one wants to get bit while they're sleeping, come on. I have a drink of some sort, and I describe to you what it is. So today I'm drinking a, I call it an Uncle Jerry, and I'll tell oh, you why. Jerry. It's really an amaretto sour for people who know what that is, but I call it an Uncle Jerry because I had an old neighbor beside me who just kind of fit the vibe of the drink. Hmm. It's a little bit of bourbon, some amaretto, egg white, lemon juice, simple syrup, shaken over ice and strained with a lemon twist. And I'm quite enjoying it. You've, let me say something that you have taken up the bug hotel like it used to be a three-star hotel now it's a four-star hotel yeah like great, it was just great trip advisor reviews thank you yeah or oh, i thought you're gonna say great analogy um well, that but, too so never mind a plus. Uh, we're so no, sorry yeah. tiffany you're having to sit through this <laughs> no, no i'm just jealous that i don't have a drink She's frantically like, how do you turn off text messages? Like, <laughs> Googling. How do you make the notifications I wish I didn't stop? have so many friends. Uh, stop, everyone stop. <laughs> away message, away message. That's awesome. 
Um, oh, man. Well, thank you. Well, I guess the next step, if we're going to monetize this, we need to like reach out to some bug zapping companies. Like, hey, you want to yeah, sponsor this? I was saying to Aaron Tiffany how ridiculous it would be trying to get like a spot, like a either a beverage sponsorship or a bug zapper sponsorship. Like, how do you would describe that to someone via email or via DM? Like, hey, I I have this show with my friend. We have talented photographers who come on, and when my bug zapper goes off, it would just be <laughs> near ridiculously impossible to explain that and even get an email back. But you know what? Challenge accepted. Let's see if we can I make something happen. Yeah. All right. We're going to try. I think so. I think so. Tiffany, I have a couple of questions. When you yeah. opened up your taxi business, did at first the Uber crave craze and Lyft, did that hurt things or has it been fine? No, <laughs> I kid. Um, you must you know get a lot I, of taxi jokes. I am a guide uh, as well. And so I had a guest oh. weeks ago and they were like, oh, well, that's a clever name tag. And I was like, kind of like, yeah. And uh, I didn't really know what she was referring to. And then she realized that it was my last name. She was like, oh, I thought you were just being cheeky and being like, you know, a taxi company because you drive people around all day. Uh, but no. Uh, no, it's your last name. I get a lot of jokes about it. Yeah. Are you from Wyoming? No, I'm originally from South Florida outside of Fort Lauderdale. Whoa. Oh. How did you get there? Let's go. Yeah, Story time. Yeah. Aaron, play that yeah, little thing. Yeah. Boom, little shimmers. Share the caravan. Here we go. <laughs> Tiffany was born in. <laughs> yeah, so I um, I studied art in school uh, with a focus in photography and graphic design. Uh, so I uh, graduated from FSU in spring of 2020. Um, and so I went home for spring break my senior year and never returned to school because of COVID. And so obviously in the t- at the time, everything you know was up in the air and wasn't really sure what direction the world was going in. Uh, so I was living at home. I couldn't get a job because no one was hiring. And to be completely honest, I was pretty miserable. Uh, so I messaged uh, a friend who was living about an hour outside of Jackson and asked if I could come and visit or even just help out at the motel that they owned. And so I ended up getting on a plane a few days later and I cleaned motel rooms for about a month. And an entire group... Uh, was moving to Jackson and actually Arthur was part of that group and I decided to pull the trigger and it was supposed to be for six months and here I am almost two years later so you could say that I love it here. <laughs> That's awesome. So question. I'm just yeah. looking at your your Instagram. Just because that's, if you don't know someone, just looking at the grid profile of someone is a good way to just kind of see the last two, three years of their life. Just the shell of their life. You know what I mean? Uh, it goes, if you scroll down, there's a lot of images of kind of like you and hiking. And obviously you can tell you're excited to be in, in, in Wyoming. And then all of a sudden it goes, boom, insane wildlife photos. So I guess my question to avoid being like Aaron, my question, my direct question is, <laughs> did you show up in, in Wyoming with, you know, and already having a love for photography or just an interest in it? Did, you know, people like Arthur or Brooke sort of take you under their wing and show you the ropes? How did that whole transition transpire? Yeah. So I obviously already loved photography because I studied it in school, uh, but I was mostly doing events, weddings, uh, portraits, things like that. So when I showed up in Wyoming, uh, I really didn't have the intention to ever jump into wildlife photography, uh, 
but Arthur was super passionate about it. And so on the first day that I arrived in Jackson, uh, I went out with him and my mom and we photographed uh, these moose in a creek with the Tetons in the background. And I would say that that was the day that kind of got me hooked. And I had no clue that that would lead me to where I am today. Uh, but I've always had a passion for wildlife as well. So it kind of all clicked when I moved here. Very cool. And tough to say, you know, where you want to be five, 10 years from now, but what's, what's, what are you sort of working towards with photography? You can be as vague or as specific as you like. Yeah. I mean, obviously I think we would all love to do photography full time. Uh, and I'd love to continue in the direction of wildlife photography. Um, but my main goal is just to really have fun with it and enjoy it. Um, and I think when you're doing something that you love, it'll always find a way to work out. Um, but my main, I guess, goal or objective would be uh, to continue to educate people about wildlife, about conservation, and um, just inspire people, hopefully, uh, that maybe don't have the means or um, you know, the desire to get out to Jackson um, and show them what I get to see every day. Uh, that's kind of the overall goal right now. Nice. And another follow-up question. So you hopped on a plane, you intended to be there temporarily, correct? Yes. <laughs> six months. So, yeah, six months. So you're in a new place. How, this is a question, at least, I don't know, Aaron, if you get this. I get this a lot in my inboxes with relation to the show. People asking, you know, how do I find people to shoot with? You know, how do I, shooting alone sometimes gets boring or tiresome. I want to, you know, be out with other like-minded individuals. So how did you kind of, how did you build your network out there so fast? Was it by accident? Were you actively searching uh, companionship from other photographers? How did that whole, how did you build your network out there so quickly in a new place? Yeah. So when I first moved out here, I had already been kind of in touch with Arthur because we had mutual friends. So that was uh, helpful. And then I feel like you just meet a lot of people when you're out there, if you're friendly talking to people, but it wasn't probably until this fall that I really made um, an effort to build relationships out in the community. And it was really just by reaching out to people either on Instagram or talking to people out in the field. And I've made some really, really wonderful connections um, with people of all different ages um, that have kind of made Jackson a home for sure. That's amazing. I have such, um, I don't know what the right word is, Seth. We, we heard a whole podcast on it, like envy, um, maybe in, in a nice way though, but just like, you know, I, I'm, I'm older, I'm almost twice your age. Uh, and that just isn't part of, or wasn't part of my system, you know, my, my mentality to pick up and leave and like, go for it. You know, my sister did it. She went to Chicago and made a life for herself. And, uh, I'm always like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Um, so I always look at people that are able to do that with sort of this wide eyed wonder of like, wow, like that's, that's just incredible. And if I could do it over, uh, the, things might be a little bit different, but so I, I'm just very impressed by that, uh, personality trait and, and someone 
that's very young, just getting out of school and kind of like going for it, you know, without necessarily a super, I don't, I mean, I don't know your entire life, but like a super support there. Like you're just kind of going out and making friends and and trying to make it. And that's very noble and like courageous, I think in a way. Um, so I don't know. I just want to throw that out there that that's, that's important. What, what does that take? Like, what is the, um, what were your biggest fears like doing that in life? You know, I'm just curious about that side of it. Yeah. I mean, also this was kind of never in the plan. I'm a total planner. Uh, and moving to Wyoming was not part of it. Um, but it was really scary, obviously with COVID going on and almost all of my friends being back home. Uh, my biggest fear was, you know, just moving out here and absolutely hating it or, uh, you know, not finding a community of people. Um, but I feel like I found that within photography and also while it is really nice to shoot with other people, I think there's something really comforting in shooting alone, especially when it's with wildlife. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was terrifying moving out here, but it, Mm -hmm. it all came off. Uh, speaking of terrifying, these are some incredible animals um, and, and not to be, you know, the, the grizzly bears, wolves, what have you. Uh, there's definitely the, the ethics and staying safe and all that. Um, but there's got to be some sort of heart raising moments that you've had. And I personally would like to hear about them if you've had any. Ooh, um. I haven't had any really scary encounters, at least with with wildlife out in the field, luckily. Um, you know, a lot of my bear and wolf shots have been taken um, from my car windows. Uh, you know, I have a 600 um, lens, but sometimes even then, you know, you're a lot closer and so you're just in your car. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, luckily I haven't had any scary encounters or I've never had to deploy bear spray or anything like that. Um, which I feel really lucky. Well, about. that's good. That's good. Well, now we're going to cut that out. Can you can you make up a story so the podcast does a little bit better? You know, like <laughs> if you just make up a story about a bear yeah, was chasing, just say it was chasing you. Aaron, make up the story <laughs> for her. All right, we'll we'll cut into this. Hold, Steph. Uh, I think she lost internet for a second. But did you hear that? No, did remind hear, me. She, so that bear. That bear was chasing her through the forest. Like she was running, her bag was open, all the lenses were flying out. Like she's, she's, she's like, oh, that's my 70 to 200. I got to go back. And she like ran back. She did that slide in the dirt and got the lens and then sprinted out. Fried it and like, the bear's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so scary. I'm so glad she's okay though. Oh. I wow. mean, all right. she went back for her Olympus gear. You like that segue? That was nice. Yeah, and I was going to say, even though it fell out of my bag because it's so durable, it didn't break, you know? Ah. Fell into a (laughs) (laughs) Give us the Olympus plug. Let's go. Let's hear it. What's your experience been? We always ask. We always ask the Olympus shooters on here. Yeah, I actually started shooting with Canon first. Uh, So I had the R and uh, a Tamron lens. And then... uh, Last April was when I switched over. Uh, Brooke and Arthur finally convinced me 
uh, <laughs> because the deer is so much smaller. And honestly, that was when I really, really fell in love with wildlife photography because I felt like I could enjoy it so much more. It was gear that I could handle, gear that I could hike with. Uh, and it's been a lot of fun. And then I just switched uh, this fall to uh, the 600 F4, and that's been amazing as well. Um, but I couldn't say enough good things. I really love the, co- the color profile of Olympus. Um, and I know everyone says Canon is the best, but I think Olympus is easier to work with. That is good. That's interesting because I'm shooting with the R right now. That was my upgrade from like 6D. All right. Let me brace myself here. Do I like it? Um, I'm fighting it still, if that makes sense. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still not up to speed entirely with the jump and camera generations. Yeah, I was using, I'm not going to repeat myself because people get mad when I do that, but my old camera was beat up, beat. And so I'm just, I'm still figuring out, I think my biggest struggle is like flipping through the settings so fast when a scene changes, especially with birds going from like perch to in flight. I still have all the back button features and I've customized it, but I'm just, there's just something missing. Uh, and, and the EV, the electric viewfinder is awesome. Like that's an incredible feature, but it's just still weird for me. Yeah, for you know, sure. It's you know a, what you need? Like, you need a Nikon. <laughs> Dude. Never. <laughs> Never, never. That is a common thing everyone says with the Olympus though, that the first thing I've noticed that every time we've asked me who shoots Olympus, what they love about it, the first thing they mention is the size and the weight. Does it have that really have that much of an impact on your endurance? Oh, huge. I mean, I just feel like I can jump onto the ground and start shooting there. uh, And it's just, you're not holding up this massive lens and realistically, I would never be able to upgrade to a 600 F4 with Canon because I've tried to lift up a friend of mine's and I literally can't. So <laughs> that's funny. Not I mean, possible. I was, yeah, that's true. I've this seen past- Brit's, uh, Brit's collection or, um, her, her setup and like, she just brought this little bag and she's like, that's the, that's the, whatever the 300, which acts as a 600. That's the, you know, 100 to 400, I think she had, I don't know exactly, but it was all tiny stuff is my point. Uh, mm. It was all just like ready to go right there. So, uh, and she was a big fan of it too, or is a big fan of it. Interesting. I mean, I was, yeah, I was shooting with Dave this past winter and, uh, you know, I thought the 150 to 600 was a big lens. And then I look in the back seat of Dave's car and the whole back seat from left seat to right seat from door to door is his lens. And I'm like, Jesus. That is insane. And also big shout out to Dave. Did you see Dave got COVID? I don't know. Yeah. Want, I mean, he put it on his story. So if it's public, big yeah. deal. But I, I felt bad because he has shot, what was it? 26 Stanley Cups in a row. And this mm-hmm. was the first one yeah. he had to watch on TV. So yeah. sorry you got sick, Dave. That sucks. Maybe a game six though. And he can get back Maybe. out there. Maybe. Dave was so, actually the friend that I tried to lift up his camera and I literally couldn't in Churchill. I could not carry it. So <laughs> really? I know the setup that you're talking about. Yeah, it's probably it's the literally the exact same one. 
huge. It's insane. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Tiffany, who do you look up to in the community other than some of the people we've mentioned? Or you can say them again. Um, yeah, I, I would say, I mean, there's so many people that I admire, uh, within the industry. Um, but my biggest inspirations would probably be, uh, Brooke, which we mentioned, and then, uh, Savannah, um, Mm. who's based in the Tetons as well. And her stuff is just insane. And then of course, you know, Arthur and I have a roommate who does wildlife photography, Jim, and his stuff is just so artistic and uh, small in frame shots that just blow your Shout mind. Shout out the handle. Oh yeah. It's Walton images. He's the best. So you got to go check him there out. There you go. There you go. You can plug anything or anyone you want in the show. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, you know, nice little 40 minute episode. I like that. I like that. Lots of, lots of stuff packed in there. Tiffany, thanks for joining us today. It was nice for you to well, come you out of a busy me. day yesterday and, and join us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Big fan of, of the course, show. Anytime. And we are a big fan of you. So come back anytime. <laughs> awesome. And maybe, maybe the mint meantime, you can upgrade your iOS system and be able to <laughs> turn off your phone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't listened, I know you've listened to the show, so you know, I'm just being a smart ass and, um, I tease with love. Oh, and I love it. So it's fine. Aaron, give me one time. All right. Until next time, everyone. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you, Aaron. Have a good night. Or good day, I guess. I don't know what time it is. Have a good day. Good morning.